Welcome to Origin Gates Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and I will be with you here for a few minutes sharing today just on some personal experience. Today here in the U.S. and maybe throughout the world, it's what we call Memorial Day. It is a day that we remember and give thanks to the men and women who have laid down their lives um, in war (laughs) for the freedoms that we experience in our nation and um, across this planet, um, you know. So I've just been reminiscing on what to talk about here, you know, just to give another revelation, another story. But I thought as I'm pondering and speaking with the Father and just sitting with him face to face because, you know, that's the only way to commune with him, correct? And he's just reminding me of me, um, me in him. See, my father was a United States Army from the time I was born, and he retired when I was 19 years old. So all of my life, um, I grew up on military bases around the world, and I am so grateful for the opportunity to have lived and seen so much of this beautiful planet And I'm reminded of Psalms 24, where it says, The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. And I am just so blessed and very grateful. Um, I buried my father um, four years ago now, I believe. And... Um, It was my honor and privilege to speak at his funeral, which was a military funeral, the 21-gun salute, um, the whole nine yards. And, you know, um, when I was six years old, my father went to Vietnam. So he was 25, I think, Um Yeah, 25, 26-year-old young man. And yes, there are much younger men that went off to war, but, you know, I'm just pondering the people who have seen the atrocities of war. And, you know, when he came back, he was never quite the same. He was definitely a different man. Um, You know, had seen so many horrors and... Alcohol had pretty much became, you know, his escape. Um, No, we did not grow up in a Christian family. We did not know the Lord. I did not come to the Lord until I was 23 years old. And so now, you know, at 63, that's what, 30, 40, 50, 60, 40 years ago. And I'm so grateful for knowing the Lord. And I believe our lives would have been so much different had we 
had the opportunity to know him. Now, my father grew up in a Christian home. My grandparents were Christian. So I don't know. You know, he got married very young. My mother was very young when she had me. As a matter of fact, 15 years old. Oh, can you imagine? So, you know, uh, life has a way of just bringing people through so many things that maybe are unnecessary if we just walked that life of knowing the power and the love of our Father. So again, Psalms 24, the earth is the Lord's, and the earth has so much beauty to it, right? And yet so much of our spirituality is spent you know, not appreciating maybe, or um, wanting to escape the earth. Um, no, I don't believe in the rapture, so I'm not talking about that. Just ascending, you know, just being way spiritual, not enjoying the earth. And the word tells us that the earth is the Father's footstool. Now, for many of you, maybe you've had a hard day at work, you've stood on your feet all day, or just cleaning house and taking care of babies, right, um, on your feet all day. And when you sit down in a good chair that has a great footstool, don't you so appreciate kicking your feet up and putting your feet up on that footstool? And it says the earth is the Lord's footstool, Yahweh's footstool. How he must appreciate having that place to rest, yes, on his throne, but a place to rest his feet. Wow. I don't know. That's just what I was thinking about in all of this today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love putting my feet up when I'm sitting back and resting. When I'm just having that chill time, right? Or, or watching a show or reading a book. I mean, think about it. This is the place, this earth where we live, where there are so many stories of conflict, of love, of glory, of war, of tragedy, of sorrow, every emotion, right, known to humanity. And this is where we live, <laughs> and the Father rests his feet. Oh, just, just ponder that right now. Just close your eyes and, and take a deep breath. Yod, hey, vav, hey, Yahweh, I bless you and I thank you for my life. Whoa, I bless you and I thank you for this earth, this planet that we live on, that I live on, and that you rest your feet upon, that you created this earth, the cosmos, me. Humanity, creatures, animals, plant life. Ah, the life in the sea and the life in the air. True things above and things below, things in earth and on earth. 
You created it all, Father, for your good pleasure. I don't want to take life for granted, this earth for granted, our cosmos. Most importantly, I would never want to take you for granted, Father. I'm so grateful. The word says to us that you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son. That's pretty amazing. You know, John 3.16, we all know that one. Just sticking with some simple things today. So you so loved the world? What is that word world in the Greek is cosmos. You so loved the cosmos. Not just humanity that you gave your only son, but you gave your only son for the cosmos, the adorning of the world, the orderly arrangement of the world, the cosmos. Wow. And yet, we spend so much of our time not truly enjoying the life that you've given us on this planet. And as we understand it, we agree to come to this earth in this time that we live to the parents that birthed us and so much. Like, we agreed to all of this. And, yes, I believe that so many live outside of their scrolls. You know, um, if you can forfeit your scroll, which many have, then, yes, I believe that we can add to our scrolls. The Word gives us that example so many times. He who's faithful over the little will be made master over much. And the story of the um, the Minas, I think it is, one was giving a talent, rather. Um, one was given one talent, one was given five, one was given ten. The one buried it because of out of fear. Uh, the five multiplied and was given more. The ten multiplied and was given more. So I think that is kind of representative of the words on our scroll that we were given and what we do with that. If we live in fear and hide, you know, what we were given gets taken away from us. Like the life we were given gets taken away from us. Whoa. And yes, there are tragedies that go from generation to generation and so I believe that one generation can forfeit a scroll and create the forfeiting and the loss of the next generation and so on and so forth. Yes, and then I think that's the part of the trauma and the tragedy of humanity that our DNA lays hold of that we have to cleanse and redeem and um, exchange and trade for the truth, the way, the life, Yeshua, right? The righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, justice, judgment, and holiness. 
our Father. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So one of the first mentions of the word world in Hebrew is found in 1 Samuel, and that world is Tebel, Tav, Beit, Lamed, Tebel, the earth, the moist, the globe. By implication, its inhabitants, all right, the land, the habitable world. So Yahweh, God, so loved, loves the world that he gave his son. I love the Hebrew term tikkun olam, tikkun, to rebuild, yeah, um, to rebuild, tikkun olam, the Hebrew means the repair of the world, whoo, overcoming all forms of idolatry, yay, ha ha, ramata, Yes, social justice, tikkun olam, for the sake of repairing the world, to keep society well-functioning, improve, establish, repair, prepare. So I believe that all of us are giving, given opportunity to tikkun, Olam, and the word olam is forever, right? Um, forever and whew, repair forever the world. Um, there's a translation in Hebrew. <clears throat> the concept of tikkun olam um, is found in the Aleinu, a concluding part of most Jewish congregational prayer, which means to speedily see your mighty splendor, to cause detestable idolatry to be removed from the land and the false gods utterly cut off, to take in olam, fix, repair, establish a world under the Almighty's kingdom. And we have that hope, yes, that hope of glory, Christ in us, the hope of glory, through Yeshua, who came because Yahweh God loves the world and all that dwells therein, all of us. And Psalms 25 says he's given the world to his heirs, us, the sons, his sons. Revelation speaks of a time when the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. The scripture on Mount Zion, where we go up Mount Zion, beat our swords into plowshares and learn war no more. That's what I'm thinking on today as we have this memorial day of all the fallen ones who have fought ridiculous, unnecessary wars. And I know our Old Testament speaks a lot of war but the end, yes, shall be the same as the beginning. And we learn war no more. And the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. That's not just Yeshua. That's us, the Christed ones. 
Whew. Yes, the Christed ones. I'll continue in the next podcast on this thought. Shalom.